We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. and musician Dave Kenoin about his album, The Best in Me. Plus, we will be talking about the Grammy nominees for Best Children's Album and the Grammys event itself, and reviewing the HGNet film Microcosmos. So right now, we have with us special guest, Francie Kelly, and we also have with us uh, John Wood, our music expert here at Kids First. So how are you doing, Francie? I am doing great today. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. And John, how are you? I am just peachy, thank you. Awesome. Um, so, Francie, why don't you tell us a little bit about the musical style incorporated in your album, Where Do You Want to Go Today? Well, it's um, really a musical safari. If uh, It's a great way to think about it. Um, it's an international uh project. In other words, each song has kind of an international flavor or culture. Uh, There's Africa and Hawaii and Mexico and Argentina and even good old America. And the songs were put together um, not originally thinking we were going to do something international. And gosh, we just started realizing, gee, these songs are very international. And so it just sort of became this... um, Again, international uh, kind of collection, and it's mostly original songs. And uh, again, I think the best way to describe it is that it's a musical safari. Mm-hmm. That's nice when things sort of just fall into place unexpectedly. And um, I personally think your album flowed very nicely. It was a nice cultural trip um, listening to the music, and I think it's awesome that you can incorporate that into children's music because I think it's definitely important for children to be exposed to lots of different types of music because when I was growing up, my parents, uh, they listened to all different genres of music. Um, So I'm definitely not picky when it comes to the music I listen to now. Uh, So how do you think that the messages in your music and the style of your music influence children? Um, I think there's a really joyful quality to it. Um, I think the music, uh, the hooks are strong. So I think that the songs are memorable. The children will remember it's easy to sing along to. Um, And I think that because the instruments uh, are really authentic, it, it gives kids a chance to he- kind of hear what a culture sounds like. And it really engages them in the sound of a particular culture. Um, yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, so John, like I said, is the music expert here at Kids. We get into all of the albums and everything. So John, I know you have a few questions for Francie, so I'll pass the torch on to you. I do, Francie. That is a, uh, it's a wonderful album and it makes a great coaster on the coffee table. <laughs> but oh. from that, it, uh, the music, the world music in it is great. And I love a, I love an album that grows into its own identity and its own person, which this one, uh, this one certainly has. Now, I have a question for you. I read in your, in your notes that you can actually imitate animals. Is that still one of your, uh, your uh, strong suits? Well, yes, it is, John. Um, they just sort of evolved. I think my very first one was a dolphin. Um, I had the incredible experience of snorkeling in Hawaii, and we were on the way back in the boat, and suddenly they stopped the boat, and there's this pod of dolphins um, swimming around the boat, and they said, you guys, get in the water. And I was, I got in the water, and I was so excited that I just found myself talking to the dolphins and kind of okay, that. I, need, I need to hear that okay. I need to hear you okay all right here we go all right <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and then they just sort of grew over the years there there's some very odd ones my i'm very well known for my iguana however that's all visual and uh so just consider yourself lucky it's not pretty um <laughs> so you're uh do you have plans for another album i mean uh it, there was there was a distance between album one and album two and i i just hope you get back in the studio and uh and, and make another album because i i love uh, the work that your whole family has done on it Oh, thank you so much. Uh, certainly on my bucket list, there's uh, album number three. Um, we actually are uh, toying with the idea of doing a Kelly family Christmas album, um, which would involve uh, myself, uh, well, of course, myself, my husband and our daughter, Katie. Um, but, you know, sort of, a, I don't know, some kind of different look at Christmas, whatever that may be. How about a, it's another dolphin Christmas? Another dolphin Christmas. I like that. I like that a lot. For, for I, I, for one, definitely enjoy the idea of a Dolphin Christmas album. <laughs> I, I think that would definitely add some flavor to the genre. I think that's awesome. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Keepa Blakesley. And right now we are talking with musician Francie Kelly about her album, Where Do You Want to Go Today? And later we will talk, be talking with uh, musician Dave Canoen about his um, album, The Best in Me. And we will be talking about the Grammy nominees for Best Children's Album. And we will be reviewing HDNet film Microcosmos. So let's continue our interview. And we have the lovely Francie Kelly with us, as well as the music expert, John Wood. Um, and they were just having a fantastic conversation about what's next uh, for Francie's music career. And I, I, for one, hope that you definitely put out album three. That would be very exciting. Um, so Dave, uh, sorry, John, again, I will pass that over to you. Sure. Um, Francie, it was great. Uh, it was great meeting you on uh, on Saturday and, and finding out in this great big world that we live down the street from each other, which I think is really hilarious. When I do we're, too. All, we're, all, <laughs> we're all patched in on a, you know, from around the country here on uh, on this particular show. But uh, a, another reason that um, I loved your album uh, is your your voice and your voice does move through different um you become almost, I know it's all part of, they're all phases and facets of who you are, of course, but 
your voice so adapts to the uh, the the international. Um, what am I trying to say here? Somebody help me out here. No, it, it moves around the world with the songs is what it does. And that's what I really love about your, it adapts. That's the word I was looking for. It adapts <laughs> to all the different um, uh, instrumentation that you have. And it is very authentic, as you said. Oh, thank you. I, You know, I have to say, I've been so fortunate in my life to have such a broad range of experiences uh, from traveling to, uh, I worked uh, at Marine World Africa USA um, uh, many years ago. And so I was hired to sing and play the guitar, but then I ended up being an exotic animal handler. So I worked with birds of prey and uh, a cheetah and a cougar and all these different things. And all of these influences, you know, make up who I am. And and I was affected that way musically too. I was affected by musical theater and folk music and, you know, <sighs> Pete Seeger, God rest his soul. And um, such a broad range of music as well as experience. So I, yeah, I, you know, I didn't think so much about adapting my voice to the various cultures. I think it just sort of, I guess it kind of just happened. Yeah. It, it did again. It's part of that growing, uh, the, the growing nature of the uh, of the album as it took its form. And I have to really kudos to my husband Pat, who's not only an amazing uh, musician but also an amazing uh, producer and engineer. Um, yeah. That he, you know, he really created. It mattered about the authenticity of the sound. We brought in a lot of uh, players, like the Hawaiian song we recorded in Hawaii with um, some great Hawaiian players. So everybody just feeds off the natural, um, you know, the culture. It's very cool. Yep, absolutely. It's, it's wonderful. Thank you. Lots of fun doing it, I can assure you. Lots of fun. And it's a, a true, a truly a family affair. With your daughter, also has a wonderful voice, and I believe sings uh, at least one song on there by herself, doesn't she? Yes, she does. She's really, she's a great singer, real natural talent, um, really natural sound, and uh, we've performed together. And uh, to have music as a focus in our family is a really great thing. Just to be able to all play music together, it's, um, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, no, I recommend uh, it highly. <laughs> The family that plays together stays together. Yes. I think Me, so. My brother and I just got a ukuleles for Christmas. So we've been starting the Raven River Band. <laughs> so I think that's Ooh. awesome that you've been able to incorporate that into your life. And I think it's awesome that uh, with this album, you were able to get, you know, so much culture like we've been talking about. And I think it's awesome that you were able to go to different places to record the sound because it definitely did have a very, very authentic feel, in my opinion. Oh, thank you so much, Raven. Appreciate and that. we all at Kids First, we definitely look forward to seeing your third album. And I will be looking for a Dolphin Christmas song on there. <laughs> <laughs> you will hear from me if it's not on there. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. I've challenged. Uh, yes. For Raven's uh, heavy metal ukulele band. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking um, heavy metal ukulele with a Dolphin vocal is you know, that's our next you number one. You can't yeah. go wrong with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, Francie, thank you so much for being with us. And John, it's a pleasure, as always, to have you on the show with us. Thank you. Thank and, you so uh, much, Raven. Yes, guys, be sure to go check out Francie Kelly's new album, Where Do You Want to Go Today? And um, I, again, look forward to seeing your next album and the next song that comes from you. Because we really love you here. 
Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hello and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Kiva Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we were just interviewing Francie Kelly on an album, Where Do You Want to Go Today? And also, I'm here with our musical expert and lover, John Wood, with also... Dave Canoyne on his new album, The Best in Me. So how are you doing, Dave? Great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And I, by the way, I love your album. It's an absolute joy to listen to your songs. So this song is dedicated to your dog, Lulu. How did this start? Like, what made you want to do an album about your dog? Well, I, I'm a songwriter by profession, and... It's kind of a lonely job in that I'm kind of chained to my keyboard for long periods of time, Monday through Friday. And my dog is a great companion. I, I regret to say I, I did lose the dog in that song. Her name was Lulu. Mm. But for 16 and a half years, I loved her dearly. And she was a true friend. She was always glad to see me. 
And she was my companion during the day as I wrote my songs. And, you know, we'd go to the park and go to the beach and do all these wonderful things. But for the most part, she hung out with me in my studio and we were just pals, you know? I could totally understand that because I had a dog, uh, Maxwell and Cayenne, and they were with me ever since I was born. And they will always be with me with my, with my acting and everything. So pretty much every time when I come home from a long day at school, they always welcome me with that licking my, my hand. And so, yeah, I can totally understand how much you love your dogs and how much it can inspire you to write songs. Well, we get inspiration from a lot of different things. Uh, Dave is one of the most prolific songwriters that I know, and uh, you get you get uh, inspiration from many different things around you. What was the inspiration for the for the concept of this album, uh, Dave? Well, I had just done an album for the Josephson Institute of Ethics. They do the character counts program in the schools, um, and they were values based songs. Uh, you know, about what they call the six pillars of character. And I had a lot more to say about being a person of character than I'd had a chance to say in the first album. Mm -hmm. So I decided to do it again. Uh, and I, you know, uh, I love doing it, but I think I'm sort of, I've said what I want to say now, and I'm going to do something different next time. Well, 17 songs, and then plus uh, six instrumentals of, uh, of, the, of, the, of the better songs that you, you chose, that's a, that's a mouthful right there. And I mean, I don't think I could ever write a song called Enormously Inconvenient. I would probably just say that sucks or something, you know, it's like, uh, but, but you, use the, you use the English language and uh, you use words, and I really admire that in your songwriting. May I tell you about that song? You may. Yes, please. Well, I had the idea for the title, um, and I had a storyline that I liked, but I decided to co-write that song with a brilliant songwriter named Randy Sharp. Um, Randy's had quite a number of uh, number one hit songs in the country field, um, and Randy's just a brilliant guy, and uh, we sat and chatted about it, and he had the idea of how inconvenient it is that we put up these walls that keep us from touching and understanding and communicating and getting along with each other. And mm -hmm. I hadn't thought of it that way. Hmm. Uh, and it was just an adventure to be there in his studio and follow the trail that he laid out using that title. And um, I believe in that song. And I actually think the song will help change the world for the better, which is a noble cause. Yeah. Indeed. Yes. Songs, music is powerful, and just from um, creative process of just sitting on your piano, or sitting, not sitting on your piano, just um, playing and writing songs can affect a lot of people and inspire so many people to do so many things just by music. So yep. I very much admire that passion you have for music, Dave. I very much do. Well, I don't know that having a, I don't know that having a passion for music is admirable. No. <laughs> I think it's the hard work that a person puts into it to put across the thoughts and feelings that are important to them that is admirable. And if you wish to congratulate me for that, I accept your 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 praise. <laughs> you know, that's the that's my issue is I do sit on the piano keeper and therefore I don't write hard on songs. If I actually play the piano, that would help so much better. So what's your next project, Dave? 
Say it again. Uh, what's your next project? I mean, there, this is a these last two albums have, have been, and and I also know that you um, uh, you wrote a lot of songs with Jonathan Sprout for his uh, American Heroes number four. So, uh, what are you looking at for your next project? Well, I'm actually not allowed to say. I'm currently a staff writer in an animation company, and I can't say which one either. Um, and I'm not trying to be a man of mystery. It's just that apparently my marketing director has a strategic reason for telling me not to discuss my next album until shortly before it comes out. So I could tell you a pun, what however, to assuage word? your feelings. <laughs> There's another what? big word that I don't know. Keith, do you know that word? I've never heard that one before. Go ahead. Um, well, um, did you know that all the toilets and all the London police stations have been stolen? Uh, yeah, and no, police say they have nothing to go on. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Well, with that, pun, with that pun, that's uh, with that pun said. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host Kiefer Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today, we were interviewing Francie Kelly on her album, what, Where Would You Want to Go Today? And also, we were viewing the films Micro, uh, Micro Comus and Giz Gizelle on the big screen, and also talking about the Grammy no nominees, Kids Music. And I now I'm talking with Dave Canoyne and John Wood, and I heard one of the funniest puns of all time by Dave. So we were just talking about his album. So back to the puns. <laughs> back, to, back to the puns? Yes, sure. <laughs> Dave's, Dave's got a million of them, but we might have to edit him. Oh, don't worry, we will. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure they get the good, the best ones. <laughs> well, Dave, on your, uh, on your current album, since you can't, it's like, you know, it's getting in the CIA with your, your new project. Uh, but with the, at least you can tell us what it rhymes with. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, your current uh, your current album is. Um, it, it, do you find that music um, it is is as easy to sell or to get into people's hands and ears as it was? You've you've been around for quite some time as a songwriter and a, and a, a musician and a performer. Well, don't make me repeat the question. <laughs> Are you are you asking me if CD sales are as brisk as usual? No, because uh, I know the answer to that one. Uh, but as far as getting to your audience, are are there other workarounds? Is there, or do you use social media at all to get your your projects into people's hands and ears, or or what? Uh, yes, I do. Um, I actually uh, have not been uh, wildly successful at that yet because. Um, I was a little slow getting on board with all of that, but right. I'm getting up to speed now with a marketing director and a, a director of outreach for my um, performances. So uh, I think uh, a year from now or even less, I'll be able to eagerly say, uh, yep, I'm all, I'm all over that, buddy. Cool. Well, I'll be interested in learning from you. <laughs> <laughs> my cat keeps trying to knock over my microphone. Uh oh, you better write a song about it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, cats are a trip, I'll tell you. 
<laughs> I know. I'm sure Fran, I'm sure Francie Kelly has, by the way, I love her album. I've listened to it more than once. And I'll attest to the authenticity of those uh, musical instruments. It's really remarkable. And her husband must be a real catch because that guy's terrific. <laughs> that guy's uh, absolutely. And uh, Dave, you use a lot of your your production value is really solid on your album, man. I mean, it's really good. Uh, you use some great players. Yeah, I'm I'm not a stellar musician myself. Uh, I can fool a lot of people and in concert and whatnot, but when it comes to doing my records, I hire the top studio players in L.A. and L.A.'s got a lot of them. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't gotten a call from you. Weird, huh? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, now he's expecting a call. Now yeah. he's going to you after the show. I better, yeah, I better clarify the statement. Great musicians in L.A. Oh. <laughs> you know what I like? I, about almost as much as, as writing the songs and uh, is being in the studio with these guys who and, and women who are just so conversant on their, their instruments that it seems like they can just think something and suddenly it comes out of their horn or out of the box of their guitar. And it's just a, such a thrill to, mm -hmm. to work with these musicians. Um, it's really one of the highlights of, of my day to, to be there with them. And they're funny. Some of these people are funny. You think I'm funny? These people are funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold you to that. Because a lot of people... Believe me, I've, I've actually met some of these people and they're hilarious, and yet they're in the music business. Yep. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank you so much, Dave, Dave, for talking about this album with me and sharing your side of how music is to you, and thank you very much. You're welcome. You want to know one of the things I like best about myself? What? When someone says thank you, I say, you're welcome. My mom taught me that. It's kind of old fashioned, but I say, you're welcome. And sometimes that's all you need to say is you're welcome. And those two words can just mean so much to anyone else. So <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you, John, for putting your input on the album. Welcome. So let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Kiva Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Keefa Blakesley. So right now, uh, we are talking with Kiefer about the uh, Grammy nominees for Best Children's Album and the event he attended for the pre-concert for the Grammys on Saturday with all of the nominees they're performing, uh, which is super exciting. So, Kiefer, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Awesome. So, um, tell us a little bit about the event itself and what you did and what it was like for you. Well, the event was set in the New Roads um, School, and that's where we had all the nominees for Best Children's, Children's Album go there and perform. I got this. I got to interview all five of them. I got to interview Jennifer Gassoy, Elizabeth Mitchell, Alistair Mook, Justin Roberts, and Beth Nielsen Chapman, and um, Alvy, um, Rocky Alvy. They were all great to interview, and pretty much the event was just me sitting in the audience, listening to the music, have a, have a fun time at the concert, and after that, we ate lunch together. So, That's awesome. So um, just wanted to cover the nominees. Uh, so the nominees for Grammy's Best Children's Album was Throw a Penny in the Wishing Well uh, by Jennifer Gasoy, yep. Blue Clouds by Elizabeth Mitchell, and You Are My Flower, The Mighty Sky by Beth Chapman, Recess by Justin Roberts, and Singing Our Way Through... Songs from the World's Bravest Kids by Alistair Moak and Friends. Um, so why don't you tell us what you thought of these uh, nominees? And the winner, by the way, um, for Best Children's Album was Throw a Penny in the Wishing Well by Jennifer Gasoy. Yes, indeed. And I loved all the music. I listened to all of them so I can get into interviewing all these wonderful artists. And I got to give a credit. Jennifer Gasoy was fantastic. I think I kind of helped there. Because when I interviewed her, I took a shiny penny from my pocket and I said, "Here, just in case that we can see if you get get picked for best for best um tunes." I flipped the coin and went to the well. So I think I helped her out there. And oh, that's awesome! So, and I have to give it to Alistair Mook. His album was about his um daughter, who was um going through um 
some hard times. So it was actually some really great music, different kind of music. We have like the upbeat um, Wanting to Dance by um, Justin Roberts. And then you have the calm and makes you want to feel loved um, music by Elizabeth Mitchell and You Are My Flower. So loved all the music and loved all the people that are there. That's awesome. It sounds like such a fantastic time. Um, so did you get to meet anybody after, before the performance? Yes. In fact, I got to meet a wonderful uh, artist, uh, Francine, Francie, uh, yeah, Francie Kelly. Don't know if you Who we just had with us. Yes. Oh, that's a coincidence. Yes, <laughs> yeah. what a coincidence. <laughs> I, got, I got to meet her. She's amazing. And she gave me the, she gave me the, she got me the album, listened to it. Fantastic. So I got to meet her. I even got to meet our wonderful musical expert, uh, John Wood, who he is, again, a character yes, in he's person. The best. <laughs> so it's, so he was fantastic. And I also got to meet uh, other artists such as um, uh, Jennifer Gasoy, of course. And I got, to, we, we all had lunch. So pretty much it was like a gathering of everyone together. And even Dave Canoyne, who was fantastic. Oh, awesome. That's so cool that you got to meet everyone. So did you get any, um, you know, inside tricks and tips on how to become the next biggest children's artist? <laughs> Quite a few. Uh, one was from... Um, Javini, Je- Genevieve Goings. She's another artist, and she says you should get into voice acting because when you get into voice acting, people can like get you to do songwriting, and everything. So I'm thinking, okay, voice acting sounds great, but I told them I want to get into acting, and then they said, well, still always have music in your heart, and you with this whole community by going backstage, you can see how everyone is as a community in music. I mean, we were having troubles with trying to get everybody on stage. So all the artists, Jennifer Gassoy and um, Elizabeth Mitchell and Astor Mook, they all helped each other try to get on stage to perform the number. So it's such a loving community that they're all in. So that's what I got to see. You know, dive into the world of children's music a little bit more. You could start creating your own songs. As we were talking with uh, with Francie Kelly, she's going to make a, you know, dolphin theme Um Christmas album, we hope, and we are hoping for that, so you could definitely try something fun and kooky. If we keep saying that, people are going to actually think that's going to happen, but we don't know if it happens or not. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But but we're going to hope that it does happen, so come on, Francie, please. don't. Yes, absolutely. Me and you can get on there and sing back up for sure. (laughs) We'll collaborate. Yes, we'll collaborate. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Keefa Blakesley. And today we talked with uh, some, we are keeping the theme of children's music, and we talked with a special guest, Francie Kelly, about her album, Where Do You Want to Go Today? We talked with musician Dave Canoyne about his album, The Best in Me. And right now we are talking with Kiefer, uh, my fantastic co-host, about the Grammy nominees for Best Children's Album and the uh, pre-concert that he attended the day before the Grammys. Um, So let's continue talking about that. Um... And we are also talking right now with Brianna and Morgan about the film Microcosmos. Uh, so let's welcome them to the show. Uh, Brianna, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm fantastic. Long time no talk. And Morgan, how about yourself? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. And I hope everybody's having a very happy show. Yes. Well, being on the show is always a happy time, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, 
So, Brianna, why don't you tell us a little bit about the HGNet film Microcosmos? I shall. <laughs> so, this film is basically, well, it's narrated by Kristen Scott Thomas, and that is the English version, because there's also a French version, but she's the English narrator. And it's basically just a nature documentary. It doesn't really have a plot to it, but it's basically about nature and how it revolves and how it how it goes from morning to night, and it's basically just one day in the life of an animal, well, not an animal, but a insect, butterfly, moth, bees, insects Morgan. on the on the ground and on the earth and on the water and in the water and yes. caterpillars all over the place. <laughs> yes. So, um, Morgan, what did you think about? I thought this movie was breathtaking. I mean, you never get to see a flower open and close for Good Morning and a good night. That's awesome. You don't get, you barely get to see a butterfly come out of its cocoon, which was my favorite scene, because you get to see all the texture and detail on its wings. Oh, that's awesome. So, do you think that you have a favorite character, Morgan, or a favorite, um, you know, type of insect in the, uh, the film? I think... I think caterpillars were my favorite in oh, the lake bugs. Me too. Because the caterpillars were so cute. And caterpillars are adorable. They're the cutest. Yeah, I know. And when, and when you also got to see them come out of their eggs and how they eat them and how they all have different faces and how some are furry and it's really cute. And the ladybugs, you get to see how they have a shell and then they bring out their wings to fly. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I definitely think that caterpillars are incredible because I think they're super metaphorical because they start out like tiny little like squishy things and then they turn into beautiful, beautiful. That was like you. the worst way to describe a caterpillar, you. tiny little squishy things. I'm sorry, caterpillars, you're adorable. Um, but then they turn into beautiful butterflies and they fly around. That reminds me of, um, of the film Bugs Life. <laughs> Oh yeah, come to think of that, that does. But also, you've got to admit, when do you see a spider underwater making an air bubble so it can eat a shrimp? That was cool. I like that. That was. Uh, well, I mean, you also want to pet a few of them. And it's amazing because you would see a Venus flytrap try to capture a bee. That is awesome. The cinematography in this movie is just like, wonderful. It's breathtaking, amazing, and fantastic. Well, this film definitely sounds like a very interesting film, and you can get to see all of the amazing insects that are surrounding us on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. um, and you guys can check it out on HGNet Films. So, Brianna and Morgan, thank you so much for telling us all about this film. You're welcome. So You're welcome. Pleasure to talk to you. Yes, good to talk to you guys as well. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Keepa Blakesley. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids If you think you've seen online TV before, 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hello and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blake And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we were interviewing Francie Kelly on our album, Where Would You Like to Go Today? And with and also Dave Canoyne on The Best in Me with, with musical expert John Wood. We were also talking about the film Microcosmos and also talking about the Grammy nominees, Kids Music. Right now, I'm talking with Patrick on the Royal Ballet Giselle, the film at Regal Cinemas. How are you doing, Patrick? I'm great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> and how are you? Oh, fantastic. I'm really excited for, for Giselle. I'm great. That's great to hear. So Giselle is a ballet that is, brought, is, now bringing, is now coming to the big screen. Can you tell me the story of this ballet? I'll gladly. Okay, so Giselle is basically a story about um, a, a poor village girl that lives in a village. And she is kind of lonely. And so all she does all the time is dance. And her personality is very bubbly and bright. And she likes to dance with other village members. And so she kind of reunites all of the villagers together and they all dance together. It's a very nice scene. (laughs) And then um, one day um, a visitor comes and his name is Count. 
Um, he comes from, as he claims, um, of another village and is also very poor. But we can't really trust him because there's actually a secret behind him, which I'll tell you more about. But he falls in love with Giselle. And Giselle is immediately attracted by his handsomeness and by his masculinity. But then suddenly Giselle's mom comes back and then she finally figures out that Count is not really from another village, nor is he poor. She finally figures out that um, Count is actually from a royal family and is very wealthy and is very well off. And so suddenly Giselle just like cannot believe this. Like she's just like, wait, what? You're rich? <laughs> and then suddenly she is just kind of like disoriented because she can't believe that she made herself fall in love with this person that was that lasted like I don't know it was very quick um in the whole production I think it was about like 10 minutes and she fell in love with this guy already and so she hates herself for that and so she is so paranoid and so scared that she's suddenly starting to freak out and um sadly in the first act we find out that she faints and then in the second act it's a very sad story but um she goes to heaven and it's basically her path as a ghost and so it's a very interesting and heart heartwarming and very sad ballet <laughs> <laughs> Whew. that's a lot to take in for just a ballet i know right <laughs> well you notice this whole radio show has been a whole wide variety of art we go from ballet to music to film like we have like the three main arts of our time that we'll talk about painting soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, ballets are supposed to tell a story through contemporary of dancing. Right. Did, did you think that the dancing told the story fluently? Um, I definitely did. I think the dancing was an aspect that told the story well. Um, another thing was this typical, th this kind of ballet uh, needed a lot of emotions. And so lots of the facial expressions and how they move their arms and their bodies really also told the story because it was special. I noticed that this ballet didn't have any words. And so it was basically all hand gestures and like face, facial expressions. And so um, that was a very important aspect of the ballet. And since this is actually on the big screen, uh... I know you saw the. Did you did you see the Nutcracker like live? Did you actually just see it in like a live performance? Um, I did see it when I was younger, but I saw the Nutcracker in theaters. All right. Well, when you see a live performance of ballet, how is it different, and does it take away the magic from it being filmed and put on a screen? Wow, I think that's an excellent question. Thank you. Um, I think lots of listeners out there will also want to like hear my answer. And definitely, I think it's a different experience because when you're sitting in the audience, um, depending on where you sit, you have a different perspective. And that's the only perspective you see. You don't see from like the right angle um, above. You don't see up close. And so um, with this kind of theatrical performance in theaters, um, they definitely filmed the facial expressions up close. It was almost like a movie in a sense. Um, they filmed facial expressions. They filmed from left angles, right angles, uh, wide shots, Um very lots of different angles that I think you can't get from sitting in a theater. Wow. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> kind of like um the movie Cats, which was filmed on like a VHS and it was sent to homes across the nation. Definitely. I definitely agree with that. Yes. Well, 
what else? Like, sorry. Um, let me get the questions ready. People have always said like, like the the movie is not like the stage production. Like I can think of one, Les Miserables. People say it's not the stage production, but I'm, that's why I say it's an adaptation. Film is supposed to show a a contemporary art such as stage and turn it into a cinematic point of view. Right. So that's why I always kind of go like, really? It has to be exactly <laughs> like the stage perfor- performance? Okay, Um, good luck with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, what else? Um, talk about... The, we can talk about um, the important scenes or the lessons. What about the music? Because the that's music, the yes. that is a great aspect. Um, definitely ballet, actually, especially the Royal Ballet that I've noticed, they've always used a full orchestra. I think that's very amazing. I mean, they were down in the pit, but they still had a unique and very important role in the ballet because um, it's for me as a dancer to have a recorded track already, you know, like what beat or what note is going to come next, but with an an orchestra, like it's always a different, um, it's a different tune every time you play it and hear it. And it's not a recording and it's live. And so it's definitely, I think it's a challenge for the dancers. And I definitely think that both have to work together to create a beautiful ballet. And that's what it takes teamwork. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Kiva Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today, we were interviewing Francie Kelly on her album, Where Would You Like to Go Today? And also Dave Kenyon, um, Kenoin on his album, The Best in Me, with musical expert and lover, John Wood. And we're also reviewing the films, Microcosmos, and also the event, the Grammy nominees for kids' music. And now I was talking with Patrick on... Giselle, the Royal Ballet, and how the music is recorded. It's difficult for the performers to listen to the music, but also dance. And with the right amount of teamwork, they succeed on creating a beautiful masterpiece. So can you tell me about the stage itself? Is there any kind of fascinating or unique um, stage sets that you can tell me about? Definitely. Um, As I said before, this is, um, this is, um, a twist on the story. Um, it's a new classic with mix of like old and new. And so in the first act, we notice that it's very medievalish. Um, there's uh, kings and queens in elegant, elegant costumes, um, along with the set. The set is set in a village. And so um, all of the decoration is very like intricate and very old fashioned. But once we step into the second act, everything changes. Um, The set is more simple. Um, The stage is darker because she's now a ghost. Um, I think the production team managed to make the set work well for uh, both act one and act two. It just shows a different um, side to the story, um, versing the new and the old. Um, Yeah. Wow. And... Sometimes the set seems to me simple and all we need is just the performance and the right amount of lighting and mood to it. I agree. And, I definitely agree. And I agree with you and actually, actually with how the lighting was and how it sets a tone of a ghostly image. Yeah. Instead of, instead of easily just putting her in like ghostly makeup and just say, hey, you're going to have it. <laughs> nope. It's the lighting and mood. And that's right. And that's important in a, sta- in a stage production or even in a film. Mm-hmm. So can you give me an age range of, like, who would enjoy this? 
Um, I definitely rate this age range um, from 10 and above because, um, as I said before, the second act is very dark. She, her dance movements in the beginning are very fluid, but in the second act, it comes very, um, very staccato, which means very sharp. And so it's it's a different kind of movement and it's kind of scary in a way. But I think that Adrian fits um, the audiences very well. That's good. So I can actually bring my niece or nephew to the show. That'd be great. There you go. Yeah. Besides, I think the dark aspect to film can actually show a whole different side to a show. So dark doesn't always mean bad. <laughs> exactly. And quickly, can you give me um, how many stars would you give this performance, this whole show? Um, I definitely give this movie uh, 4.5 stars out of 5. Hmm. Um, I know we didn't discuss this before, but quickly, I just want to say that uh, Giselle was a, a very young ballet from ballet dancer from Russia, and um, the guy that played Count is um, a formal, former ballet dancer with the Royal Ballet. Hmm. And it was a bit awkward, the relationship, because uh. Giselle was like 20-ish, and he was like in his like 40s. Uh. And so um, I understand like, you know, casting doesn't really depend on age. But I think in this type of story, like the ages kind of had to be similar in a sense. And so it was just hard to like comprehend the age difference. Differences. And um, if you just watch the mo- the um, ballet um, without like trying to understand the story because there's no dialogue, um, it's a bit hard to understand, which is why I rate this movie 4.5 out of 5 stars. Totally agree. And, all in the- and I do agree with how actors should have a close relationship, at least for the characters. And I'd like to thank you so much, Patrick, for telling me about this masterpiece of ballet. And thank you for having me. I enjoyed talking to you about the Giselle Ballet. I always talking. To, I always enjoy talking to you about film or ballet. So thank you oh, very thanks. much. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us to check out our reviews on the latest films and learn how you too can become a Kids First film critic. Go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host Keeper Blakesley, and I'm your co-host Raven Devaney. And you and have I'm... been listening. And I, you have been listening to Voice America Kids Network. Thank you very much. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. 
On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook, every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 